0: Chapter Eleven of Grace Harlowe's Third Year at Overton College by Jessie Graham Flower. This recording is in the public domain. Chapter Eleven: Grace Meets with a Rebuff. It was several days before the pleasant buzz of excitement created by the bazaar had subsided, with a few exceptions, the Overton girls who were turned out almost in the body to patronize it were loud in their praises of the booths, and spent their money with commendable recklessness. Outside the circus it was difficult to say which booth had proved the greatest attraction. But late that evening, after the crowd had gone home, and the proceeds of the entertainment were counted, the club discovered to their joy that they were nearly six hundred dollars richer. Arlene had laughingly proclaimed that the Semper Fidelis club, as a regular get-rich-quick organization with honest motives, By the time the last bit of frivolous decoration had been removed from the gymnasium, and the big room had recovered its usual business-like air, the bazaar had become a bit of nineteen-somethings history, and Thanksgiving plans were in full swing. There had been two meetings of the club, but to greater surprise no mention had been made of Kathleen West's intentional betrayal of Emma Dean's identity. Grace felt certain that the majority of the club had heard the story, and with a thrill of pride she paid tribute to her friends who, in ignoring the thrust evidently intended for the club itself, had shown themselves as possessors of the true Overton spirit. After Emma's one outburst of grace against Kathleen she said no more on the subject. Even Elfreda, who usually had something to say about everything when alone with her three friends, was discreetly silent on the subject of the newspaper girl. Long ago she had delivered her ultimatum. To be sure, she went about looking owlishly wise, but she offered no comment concerning Kathleen's unpleasant attitude. For the time being, Grace had put aside all disturbing thoughts and suspicions, and was preparing to make the most of the four days' vacation. Mabel Ashe was to be her guest on Thanksgiving Day, and this in itself was sufficient to banish everything save pleasurable anticipations from her mind. Then, too, there was so much to be done, the monday evening preceding thanksgiving grace hurried through her lessons and closing her books before she was at all sure that she could make a creditable recitation in any of her subjects settled herself to the important task of letter-writing there she announced with satisfaction after half an hour's steady work father and mother can't say i forgot them let me see there are nora and jessica mrs gray and mabel allison "'Eleanor owes me a letter, and—oh, I nearly forgot the Southards. And there's Mrs. Gibson. I shall have to devote two nights to letter-writing,' she added ruefully. "'I do love to receive letters, but it's so hard to answer them.' "'Isn't it, though?' sighed Anne, who was seated at the table opposite. Grace engaged in a similar task. "'Now, I wish we were going home, don't you, Grace?' "'Yes,' returned Grace simply. "'But we can't, so there's no use in wishing. However, "'She continued, her face brightening. "'We are going to have Mabel with us, and that means a whole lot. "'All Overton will be glad to see her. "'That is all the juniors and seniors in the faculty and a few others.' "'There is only one Mabel Ash,' said Anne softly. "'Won't it be splendid to have her with us?' "'Grace nodded. "'Then, after writing busily for a moment, she looked up and said abruptly, "'There is just one thing that bothers me, Anne, "'and that is the way Miss West is behaving.' what should I tell Mabel when she asks me about her? In my letters I haven't made the slightest allusion to anything. Tell Mabel the truth, advised Anne calmly. By that I don't mean that you need mention the Sphinx affair, but if you say to her frankly that we have tried to be friendly with Miss West, and that she appears especially to dislike us, she will understand, and nine chances to one she will be able to point out the reason, which so far no one seems to know. I suppose I had better tell her— sighed grace i hate to begin a holiday by gossiping but something will have to be done or mabel will find herself in an embarrassing position for i have a curious presentiment that miss kathleen west will pounce upon her the moment she sees her just to annoy us since the evening of the bazaar when kathleen had nodded curtly to grace at the entrance of the Sphinx's tent she had neither spoken to nor noticed the four girls who had in the beginning received her so hospitably No one of them quite understood the newspaper girl's attitude, but as she was often seen in company with Alberta Wicks and Mary Hampton, they were forced to draw their own conclusions. Grace fought against harboring the slightest resemblance to suspicion against the two seniors and their new friend. "'Does Miss West know that Mabel is coming to Overton for Thanksgiving?' asked Anne. "'No,' returned Grace, looking rather worried. "'I suppose someone ought to tell her.' "'I'll tell her if you like.' proposed Anne quietly. I think she is in her room this evening. I heard her say to one of the girls at dinner that she intended to study hard until late tonight." No, decided Grace. It wouldn't be fair for me to shirk my responsibility. Mabel wrote me about Kathleen West in the first place, and I promised to look out for her. If she doesn't yearn for my society, it isn't my fault. I'm not going to be a coward at any rate. I'll go to her at once while my resolution is at its height." She can't do more than order me from her room, and having been through a similar experience several times in my life, I shan't mind it so very much,' concluded Grace grimly, closing her fountain pen and laying it beside her half-finished letter. "'I'm going now, Anne. I hope she won't be too difficult.' Grace walked resolutely down the hall to the door at the end. It was slightly ajar. Rapping gently, she stood waiting, bravely stifling the strong inclination to turn and walk away without delivering her message. She heard a quick step, then she and Kathleen West confronted each other. Without hesitating, Grace said frankly, "'Miss West, Miss Ash is to be my guest on Thanksgiving Day. Of late you have avoided me and my friends as well. But Mabel is our mutual friend, so I think at least, while she is here, we ought to put all personal differences aside and unite in making the day pleasant for her. Nothing like being disinterested, is there?' broke the other girl sneeringly her sharp face looking sharper than ever i can quite understand your anxiety regarding not letting miss ash know how shabbily you have treated me your promises to her didn't hold water did they and now you are afraid she will find you out aren't you don't worry i shan't tell her she'll learn the truth about you and your three friends soon enough you know very well i had no such motive cried grace surprised to indignation "'Besides, I know no instance in which either my friends or I have failed in courtesy to you.' "'How innocent you are,' mimicked Kathleen insolently. "'You must think me very blind. Remember I haven't worked for four years on a newspaper without having learned a few things.' Grace felt her color rising. The retort that rose to her lips found its way into speech. "'No doubt your newspaper work has taught you a great deal, Miss West,' she said evenly but I have not been in college for over two years without having learned a few things also, of which, if I am not mistaken, you have never required even a first rudiments. I am sorry to have troubled you. Good night. With a proud little inclination of the head, Grace turned and walked down the hall to her own room, leaving the self-centered Kathleen with an angry color in her thin face and the unpleasant knowledge that, though she might be in college, she was not of it. End of chapter 11 Recording by Ashley Jane